we always need to keep our eyes on the Lord and He will see us through no matter what. And our, the end of our life on earth here is, is vastly passing us up. There's a, a friend of mine, his brother-in-law, uh, was talking to him and he was involved in a, a job situation where he was uh, in a banking situation but he was in the computer programming end of it. And uh, he had worked hand in hand with this banking firm and his computer firm, and the computer firm liked his work and offered him, I think it was about 100,000 years to work for them and head up a certain project that they were involved in. And uh, well, I'm speaking of it, Christian goes to one of our churches now. And uh, when he was getting into the programming and whatnot, he went to his superior and said, what are we doing? He said, I have never seen programming so vast or so widespread. And, uh, just kind of in, in working at the job and uh, this supervisor took him into a group of other men that were working on it and they told him what he was doing and what he was doing my friend was compelling prophecy before his very eyes he was involved in a lot of interfacing with all of our country canada's country and i'm sure u.s doing the same interfacing every bit of information on every citizen in canada to the master computer in Brussels, Belgium, in Europe. And we don't have to say much about what's happening in Europe. We're all familiar with that. And the guy told him, he said, doesn't matter what Canadian citizen eventually, if he goes down to Swiss LA and spends $12 on a visa card, they're going to know about it in Brussels, Belgium. Right. And not only that, he said, eventually, he said, they'll, and these are un, say unlearned men, they're very learned men, but unlearned in biblical ways. And he said, eventually, he said, we'll just, he said, well, by 1992, he said, their goal is to have a cashless Canada. And this is all part of the inner workings of it. And, uh, of course, the gentleman signed that. He said, everyone will get, you know, like all the visas and series and eating cards and all that. We don't worry. We just have one card and make life a lot easier. And he didn't go on to say the rest of it, but I'm sure that's very well much there, too. So when we see this type of thing happening before our eyes, and it's not just something we hear about, this is... No, friend of mine, uh -huh. you're going through this, and uh, just makes us realize, no matter what, the devil sends our way to try and sidetrack us, to take us to his eternal life. That's right. Uh, not worth it. And I not keep worth. our eyes on God, no matter what. I just know that he gives us the grace and the power to do so. Did you ever see the, or sing that song, I'll fly away, oh Lord, I'll fly away. They sing I sing through the sky, by and by, I'll fly away. Because we're living in a day in the Nair that the rapture could take place Amen. at any moment. That's right. Amen. And we better be prepared to leave. That's right. We're glad to have our grandchild, Amber. Are you going to testify tonight? You're going to sing. Come right ahead. I've got just a thing for you right here. And if you make it, stand right out there. Oh, okay. Here, hold up your hand. Get over here. No, you're not going to make it. Real <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Thank you. 
Read for me. And they said, some, they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist. Some say that you're John the Baptist. Some Elias. Some Elias. And others, Jeremiah. And others, Jeremiah. Or just one of the prophets. Or one of the prophets. Just stop there for a few minutes. There's always been the question about Jesus. Uh-huh. There's always been a question about Jesus. Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? Amen. And they said unto him, some say you're John the Baptist. Well, he wasn't John the Baptist. No. Some said you're Elias. Well, he wasn't Elias. Some said that uh, uh, you're uh, Jeremiah. He wasn't Jeremiah. Some said that you're one of the prophets. He wasn't one of the prophets. He was the prophet. Amen. But if you turn with me right real quickly over to the book 1 Timothy 3.16, it says without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. For what? For God was manifested in the flesh. Now, if you run back with me to St. John's Gospel 424, and I'm just trying to lay a foundation here, we want to answer the question of who Jesus is. Amen. St. John 424 says God is a spirit. But 1 Timothy 3.16 says God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on the world, and received up into glory. And that described Jesus Christ. Yes, amen. The Bible said, and I was on it this morning, I, or last night, I was, uh, I was on it the, one day this week, anyhow. Isaiah 9 and 6 says yeah. it like this, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, the government shall be upon his shoulders, his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Isaiah 44 and 8, if someone cares to turn over there and give me Isaiah 44 and 8. What does it say there? Fear ye not. Fear ye not. Neither be afraid. Neither be afraid. Have not I told thee have from that I time? Have not I told you? From that time. From that time. And have declared it. I've declared it. You are even my witnesses. You're my witnesses. Is there a God beside is me? Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no yeah, God. Yea, there is no God. I know not any. I know not any. If God doesn't know another God, then there's not another God. Amen. But it said God was manifested in the flesh. God cannot shed blood because God is an eternal spirit. And the book of Hebrews 9.22 says without the shedding of blood, there's no remission. Adam and Eve sinned in the garden and they were driven from the garden and everybody that was born into the world were born into a world of sin. Sin was pronounced upon the children that was born. Adam and Eve, sin was pronounced upon them and every child that was born, sin was pronounced upon them. Amen. And then it came into a sinful world. Uh, Jesus looked at Nicodemus one day said, Nicodemus, I want to tell you something. You've got to be born again. You've got to be born over into the kingdom of God. Uh, if you're not born over into the kingdom of God, you're going to be lost. Uh, amen. Why do you think that I preach so hard? Why do you think that I keep after you to straighten up? Uh, you know, sometimes you say, well, it all sounds like I'm sinning. No, I don't think it's your sinning, but I want you to straighten up. I want you to get out every uh, ounce of uh, envy and malice and strife and hatred yeah, and murder and labor and backbiting and all those evil things because they just sneak in and they lay there sometimes dormant. 
and you'll get out there sometime and you'll be in a big way of talking all lunch. You open your mouth and you cut somebody to ribbons. Amen. Oh, lest if you're careful, you get out there and you allow that thing to build up and it'll lay there dormant until it gets to be something that'll overcome you or uh, a raging lion or whatever that you want to call it. Uh, it will leap upon you, uh, amen, uh, and it will swallow you up. Uh, that's why that you've got to keep it down and keep it out and keep it away from you at all times, uh, amen. Uh, because you see, God is coming back after a pure church. Uh, God's coming back after a holy church. Uh, don't never let anybody tell you that God's coming back after everything. God is not coming back after everything. If you check out the 20th chapter of the book of Revelation in the 12th verse, uh, if you'll check out over there, you will find in the 20th chapter in the 12th verse of the book of Revelation. There's a white room set in heaven. Uh, amen. And uh, he uh, calls all nations, not just some nations, uh, but he calls all nations before him. And there they are judged according to the deeds that were done in the body according to this word. Uh, amen. Not according to anything else, but according to the word of God. Uh, he's going to judge all nations. Uh, listen to me tonight. There's a God out there in the future someplace uh, yeah, I don't know when you're going to get out there to him, but I know this, that each and every one of us is going to face death. The, yeah. the Bible said in the book of Hebrews in the 10th chapter and about the 25th verse, it's what's the point unto men that die, and after this the judgment. Uh, amen. Every one of us has got to face judgment. Uh, the judgment is set. God is true, and God is righteous, and God is going to call us all to judgment. Uh, Amen. And we're going to receive our just dues. Uh, my God, help me to have everything right with you. But they said, who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And you might wonder why that I asked that question now. But let's go over into the book of St. John's Gospel in the 8th chapter and the 24th verse. Amen. Uh, and this is why that I asked that question because it's uh, uh, a needful that you know who that God is. Uh, amen. Uh, it's needful uh, because it tells me something there. Uh, amen. What's it say? It's a John 8, 24. Read for me. I say therefore unto you, you shall die in your sins. Listen to me. He said, you shall die in your sins. Why? If you believe not, I am God. Jesus said, unless you believe that I am God, you will die in your sins. Not one of the gods, but I, I am God. I read it in your hearing that he said there is no God beside me, yea, I know not any. You don't want to die in your sins. You want to be right with God. You want to be right with God. Amen. Amen. I've got to be right with God. You've got to be right with God. We have got to face God. And if we don't get right and stay right, we'll face him in our sins. Uh, you will hear him say, apart from me, you don't work connectedly. I never knew you. Uh, 
It said that the devils will be cast into the lake of fire that burneth with fire and brimstone forever and ever. Uh, he's going to be cast into the lake of fire. Uh, and all that were not found written in the book of life or in the Lamb's book that didn't say the Lamb's book, just says the book of life. A lot of people say it's the Lamb's book of life. But all that were not found written in the book of life will be cast into the lake of fire where there's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. That's not a threat, and I hope that you don't take it a threat. Uh, God forbid. I'm just trying to warn you. Hey, you need to come on up higher. You need to uh, reach out and embrace God. You need to get your eyes and ears open and your heart open unto God because you don't want to die in those sins. Uh, amen. Uh, you want to face God with a pure heart and a pure mind. You want to hear Him say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over you think I'm going to make you ruler over many. Well done. Come on into the joys of the Lord. Amen. You want to hear him say that? You don't want to hear him say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. It's a lake of fire that is prepared for the devil and his angels. You don't want to hear that. Amen. But let's look on here. Let's look on. If Jesus is God, and he is God, not if that he is God. But if God be God, then serve God. The first commandment of all commandments is here, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one. And him only shall thou serve. Thou shalt have no other God before me. Uh, uh, you shall not make unto you any graven images. You shall not bow yourself down to anything else other than me. So I, I don't want to bow myself to anything else but God. Amen. 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 Uh, 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 the laws of the land says that uh, uh, you can't spit on the sidewalk out here. But that's not a sin against God. But if I bow myself down to anything else besides Almighty God, I have sinned. Amen. The Bible tells me to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses against them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. That's for 2 Corinthians 5 and uh, uh, 19, if you care to look at it. Uh, amen. And since you're over there in Corinthians uh, 5 and uh, uh, 19, why don't you just back up to 5 uh, 17 and read me that one. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, He's a new creature. Hey, you can't be a new creature outside of Christ. Amen. You can't be a new creature outside of Christ. That's right. If you just hold that in just one second and run over and get me a, a, a book of uh, Colossians uh, and the second chapter of the book of Colossians and the ninth verse and the second chapter of the book of uh, Colossians and the ninth verse, it says that in him, talking about Jesus, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Yeah. In him, in that body, dwell all of God. You say, just in that little body dwell all of God? Sure it did. In him dwell all the fullness of the Godhead body. The same one, if you check Genesis out, said in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, didn't it? Uh -huh. Well, sure it did. The same one that said, let there be light dwell in that body. 
The same one that said, let there be this, uh, dwelt in that body. same one that said, let there be that, dwelt in that body. Uh, he spoke the world into existence. You don't believe that? Let me go over in the first chapter of the book of St. John's Gospel. And uh, if you'll go over there with me, uh, in the first verse, it said, in the beginning uh, uh, was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Uh, and the 14th verse, it said uh, that the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Uh, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Uh, it didn't say it agreed with God. It didn't say it was something else. It said in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then it said the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full in grace and truth. But now, back up to the tenth verse. What does it say? He was in the world. He was in the world. And the world was made by Him. And the world was what? Made by Him. Who made the world? Who made the world? Amen. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Some said you're John the Baptist. Uh, John, even himself, there comes one after me that was preferred, that is preferred before me, which was before me, in other words. That's uh, what he's telling you. He was before me. Uh, amen. Who's latches I'm not worthy to stoop down and unloose. Uh, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Uh, my God. Uh, he was in the world. The world was made by him. And the world knew him not. Uh, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Uh, if you check out the first chapter of the book of St. Uh, Matthew's Gospel, uh, you will find that the Holy Ghost uh, there uh, appeared unto Joseph in a dream and said, Fear not, Joseph, uh, to take unto thee Mary thy wife, uh, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Uh, amen. Uh, amen. Uh, it's of the Holy Ghost. So that eliminated a third person there uh, that a lot of times people want you to try to think that there's three people to make up one God. Uh, there's not three people to make up one God. Never was, never will be. Uh, amen. Uh, how would you like to have three heads on your body? Uh, that's what they try to put on the body of God. God is an eternal spirit. God is the creator of all things. You can't go any place where God's not at. When you die and you go to heaven and every one of us is going to heaven. Saint and sinner alike is going to heaven. Don't kid yourself. Sinner is going to appear there for judgment. Amen. That's what sinners going there for is judgment. Uh, God's got judgment written and they're written here. Uh, amen. Uh, uh, but uh, everybody's going to see heaven. Everybody's going to look onto heaven or look into heaven. Uh, everybody's going to look upon Jesus, uh, even they that pierced his side. The Bible says that they are. Uh, amen. Uh, but who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And this is where the, the question's at. The big question is, if we can get flesh out of our road, uh, we can see clearly the things of God and begin to walk in the realms of God uh, and not after our own imagination. Uh, amen. Uh, a lot of people imagine God's this and God's that and God's something else. Hey, God is an eternal spirit. God is not a work of hands. Uh, God's not a, an image uh, set up here or an image set up there. Uh, God is an eternal spirit. And God said, I'm a jealous God. He's jealous over them over in China just the same as he's jealous over you over here. 
There's no place that you can go without God or without the, uh, the Spirit of God being there because everything consists and has its movement and its being in the Spirit of God. You mean the evil also? Yes, God created the good that He also created evil. Uh, amen. Uh, it's all going to glorify Him one way or another. Uh, but let's go on here with this here. Uh, who am I? Uh, and uh, uh, the, on the day of Pentecost, uh, uh, they're in one place in one accord, and there come a sound from heaven. In the second chapter of the book, the Acts of the Apostles, there come a sound from heaven. As a rush of mighty wind to fill the house where they were sitting, there appeared unto them cloven tongues like an unfire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began speaking other tongues as the Spirit of God gave utterance. And there was going at Jerusalem devout men out of every nation. Wasn't just some people there, there's people out of every nation. And the noise abroad, they all come together, and the multitude were confounded uh, because they heard them speak in their own tongue uh, the wonderful words of God. Uh, and uh, they, uh, uh, some of them uh, got to the place that they were mocking. They said these men are drunk. Uh, and Peter stood up with the other 11, the Bible said, and he said these men aren't drunk as you suppose, seeing that this was the third hour of the day, but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joseph. Uh, hey, when man sinned back there in the garden, uh, he broke his walk with God. He broke his connection with God. Uh, amen. God didn't walk with the individual from that day on until the days of Jesus Christ. Jesus. He walked with the prophets. He walked with the prophets. And the prophets would step out on the stages. I'm not talking about a stage like this. But the prophets would step out on the stage, uh, amen, of time. And as they stepped out on the stage of time, they would prophesy unto Israel. They would prophesy the things that were going to happen. Uh, amen. Uh, those people either repented or they felt the wrath of God. Uh, and one of the two. Uh, they either repented or the wrath of God fell. Uh, Amen. But he did not walk with man. Uh, and I know that sometimes you say, well, he was back there. I don't care if he was back there. He didn't walk with man. Uh, if he was living back there, you brought an animal sacrifice, you accepted Judaism, or you did not get in. Uh, that's right. You brought an animal sacrifice. Uh, and uh, he didn't deal with you. He dealt with the prophet. He dealt with the prophets. And they got up and they prophesied. And they told. They dealt with the seers. Uh, amen. And they got up and they told them what was going to happen. Uh, amen. And, uh, and they would repent uh, and they would bring an animal sacrifice and they would offer it uh, all down through the time. Here come the animal sacrifices being offered, 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 offered. Uh, amen. But one day, one day, that same God that drove them out of the garden, he fulfilled the promise that he made to them back there in the garden. Uh, he said, I'll put enmity between thy seed and her seed. You're going to bruise his heel. He's going to bruise your head. Amen. Uh, talking to the serpent back there. Uh, amen. But he put enmity between man and the serpent. Uh, but he did not walk with that man. He did not talk with that man in the realm that he walked and talked with you and I in this day and hour. Uh, because you see, Jesus said that he was going away, but he would not leave his comfortless. Uh, he's going to send somebody back. Uh, a lot of people says now there he's talking about sending the Holy Ghost back. Well, uh, to wit that God was in Christ, but uh, back there, uh, who held on to the uh, fifth chapter and the 19th verse of the book of uh, uh, 2 Corinthians? Uh, I don't want the 19th verse, I want uh, about the, uh, the, the 15th verse, I believe it is, uh, and I, I could be mistaken on this, uh, but what's the 15th verse say? Start me off there and uh, put it in it. He died for all. 
that they which live should not should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Wherefore henceforth, sixteenth verse says, Wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh. Yet now henceforth know we him no more. If we don't know him after the flesh, we have to know him after the spirit. Ephesians 4 and 4, if you don't mind, run over there real quick and get me Ephesians 4 and 4. The 4 and 5 said there's one more, one faith and one baptism. Uh, and the uh, 4 and uh, 6 says uh, uh, one God and Father of all, but all through all and in y'all. But 4 and 4 says there is but one what? Body. Body. Not two, three bodies, there's one body, and there's one what? Spirit. Spirit. There's not two or three spirits. If there's only one spirit and we don't know him after the flesh, we have to know him after the spirit. On the day of Pentecost, that same God that drove them out of the garden back there and broke the connection between God and man, amen, came back into man, came back and he took charge of man's voice and came onto the inside of that man and said, I'll walk with him. He will be my son, and I shall be his God. I have come back to bind up the, uh, the breach that I have made with man. Man, you're going to be cast out. You're going to be making your living by the sweat of your brow. You're going to uh, be uh, out there plowing or killing the soil. Woman, you're going to consider. You're going to have a hope, amen. And when he came, he came in the spirit. He entered into their bodies. He took charge of their voice. And they spoke out as the spirit of God gave utterance to let them know that God was no longer just around. And he took one man and prophesied through one man. Or he took one woman and prophesied through one woman. But he came back and he came into that man and he came into that woman amen amen to let them know that he had bound up the breach that was made i'm going to walk with you i'm going to talk with you i'm going to be with you amen amen i'm going to be with you my god look at it tonight he said in the last days perilous times would come for men shall be lovers of their own self. That's first Timothy, uh, second Timothy, I'm sorry. Second Timothy uh, 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 the fourth uh, third chapter. Uh, second Timothy the third chapter in uh, the last days perilous times shall come. And I'm just wanting to show you the perilous times. Said men shall be lovers of their own self. We're living in a day and an hour like that, sure we are. Said they'd be uh, lovers of their own self. They'd be covetous. They'd be boasters. They'd be proud. They'd be blasphemers. Uh, that they'd be disobedient to parents. Uh, they'd be unthankful. They'd be unholy. They'd be fierce. They'd be incontinent. Uh, uh, they'd be heady and high-minded and lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Uh, are we living in such a day and an hour like that? 
Sure we are. Uh, the 24th chapter of the book of St. Matthew's Gospel tells me over there, uh, if I would care to look at it or you would care to look at it, the 24th chapter of the book of St. Matthew's Gospel tells me that in the last days, uh, these perilous times are going to be prevalent, uh, and these are going to be the signs of these perilous uh, days. Uh, the first thing that he uh, warned us about was beware lest any man should, uh, 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 you know, deceive you. Uh, because many false Christs shall arise and deceive many. Uh, the only place that you can ever be deceived is here in this Word of God. Uh, you can't be deceived out there. When I was an alcoholic, you couldn't make me believe I was on my way to heaven. I knew I was on my way to the lake of fire. But this is where that they're being deceived at. It's through and by the Word of God. Uh, why? They'll get up and they'll take one little part and they won't hold uh, that. They'll take another little part and they won't hold that. Uh, they'll let uh, each and every little part slip uh, Listen to me tonight. God is coming. Not just for one thing in there. Someone said, well, I'll take this, but I won't take that. I'll take this, but I won't take that. Hey, listen, God didn't sit down and write 66 books just to have something to do. He wrote 66 books that you and I might search it out, that you and I might look us fairly in the face, that you and I might save ourselves from a devil's hell. Amen. God didn't just sit down and say, I think I just do something, I'll write with both hands, and I'll just uh, write out here and just to have something to do. Uh, God didn't write it out like that. Uh, God wrote it out for your learning. Uh, the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than two-edged sword, and I quote that all the time. But it also says uh, that uh, this uh, Word uh, uh, is to direct our paths. Uh, it's to open our understanding. It is to lead and to guide us. Uh, and to keep us moving on, uh, that we might meet God in peace, in other words. Uh, to wit that God was in Christ. Uh, Jesus said that uh, if they come unto you and they bring not this doctrine, what doctrine? The doctrine that he preached. Uh, do you know that Jesus said in the book of St. John's Gospel 5.43, I am come in my Father's name, and uh, you receive me not, but if another comes in his own name, him you shall receive, or you will receive. Uh, amen. There's going to come one, uh, but he's going to come in his name. You'll receive him. Uh, amen. Uh, but they wouldn't receive Jesus. Uh, they picked up stones to stone him to death. Uh, he said, many good works have I shown you from my Father. said, which of these good works do you stone me? Uh, they said, for good works we stone you not, but thou being a man, makest thyself God. Uh, he was not a man making himself God, but he was God that made himself a man and walked in that man. Amen. And walked in that man. Why? Because without the shedding of blood, you didn't have no remission of your sins. Amen. Why do I baptize in the name of Jesus Christ? Because there's no other name given under heaven among men, whereby that we must be saved. If you care to look at it with me, Acts 4.12, right real quick, I can quote it to you again. Neither is there salvation in any other. Uh, neither is there salvation uh, in any other. Is that what it says? Someone read it for me. Because I want you to salvation. understand. Neither is there salvation. Neither is there salvation in any other. In any other. Well, there is none other name. There is none other name. Wait just a minute. There is none other name. I hope you can grasp it. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name. Read. Under heaven, Under heaven, given among men. Given among who? Men. You and I. We're men. We're women. We're flesh. That's all it's saying. Given under flesh. Uh, amen. Uh, whereby, read. 
For Bible, we must be saved. Must means it's absolutely necessary. And there's only one place that you ever take the name, and that is water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. That's the only place that you can receive the name. Amen. That's the only place that the name is ever pronounced upon you. That's the only place that you can ever take that name. Amen. And I hope that you understand my line of speech tonight, and I'm not trying to just have something to say and try to get off color or anything. I can perform a wedding ceremony and I can be just as nice and do it just as pretty as, uh, uh, you know, uh, this, that, or the other. Uh, but that did not make you man and wife. Uh, that did not make you man and wife. Uh, amen. Uh, when you become man and wife is when that you uh, entered into that body. Uh, and I'm not trying to get out into that field here and to bring something in. Uh, amen. And uh, sometimes you hang your head like I'm trying to bring something in. That's the reason I keep repeating that. Uh, but let me tell you something. God didn't have a dirty mind uh, when he wrote the Bible. Uh, and you need to get your mind upon God and you need to keep your mind upon God uh, because you see, you're going to face him one of these days. Uh, amen. Uh, you're going to go and face him one of these days. You're going to give an account for the deeds that were done in the body. Uh, amen. Uh, but when God uh, took you uh, as his bride, uh, and that's what we are, it's the bride of Christ. Uh, when I joined the two of you together, I said do you take this woman? Do you take this man? And you agree to take that woman? Or you agree to take that man? Amen. Amen. You didn't leave out with your name that day. If you was the bride, you left out with the man's name that day. And all your children that came along, they bore your husband's name. They didn't bear your name. They bore your husband's name. Amen. Amen. And it's the same way in the Spirit. It's the same way in the Spirit. When I tell you that I baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ, I put you through the name of Christ. Amen. The blood is applied to your heart. If you had checked the cup chapter of the book of Exodus out, you will find over there that they were commanded to kill a lamb. They were commanded to take that lamb's blood and they were to put high sock with it and they were to mix that and they were to strap the that's a cross piece on the door and the door post there and they were to enter in at that door and anyone that did not enter in at that door there was death in that tent that night and then why the death angel was going to pass over the death angel was going to pass over Jesus Christ is coming back after a bride the Bible said in the book of Thessalonians 1 Thessalonians the 4th chapter and the 16th verse the trump of God's going to sound the day Christ are going to rise first and we that are alive who are we that are alive then that are alive in Christ amen there's no other name given under heaven whereby that we must be saved who do men say that I the son of man am and I want to try to tell you right here that he is God manifested in the flesh that's what the Bible said what's so important about that 
because he was without sin. He was without sin. Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. And every child that's ever born into the world comes into a world of sin. Amen. Amen. They come into the world of sin. The Holy Ghost overshadowed the virgin. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God overshadowed the virgin. So the Father, the Holy Spirit was without sin. The woman was without sin because she knew not man. She was a virgin. Amen. And she conceived of the Holy Ghost. And that which was conceived of her, God Almighty said it was holy. It was without sin. It was without sin. Adam and Eve, you sin back there. Everybody is born is born into the sin. So there had to be a perfect sacrifice. Yeah. There had to be a sacrifice without spot, without blemish, without any such thing. Amen. To offer for your sins. Amen. And for my sins. There had to be a sacrifice. Man had already contaminated himself. So God Almighty said, I'll overshadow I'll overshadow her. Amen. His man had already contaminated himself. But here came forth a body. Here came forth a body without sin. Amen. That body grew just like your body grows. That body lived just like your body lives. If he hit his finger, he felt that. And I know that someone said, well, said, now there you go. There's the second one. No, that's not the second one. Because I already put it to you and had it read in your hearing that in him dwelt all the fullness of the Godhead body. Amen. And the Bible didn't stop there. The next verse of that same Colossians 9 and 2 and 9 and 2 and 10 says, And ye are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. My God, help us to understand that we have got to face a just God. Jesus Christ would have died in vain if there had been another route. But he didn't die in vain. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. What was lost? Connection between God and man. Nicodemus was told, and if you want to, and not if you want to, do it for me. Go over to the book of St. John's Gospel, the third chapter and the third verse. And then uh, you can skip the fourth verse and go down to the fifth verse. Uh, so you can read the fourth verse if you want to. But uh, uh, this is what I just want. Uh, uh, I'm not uh, trying to skip over verses. I'm just trying to bring something in here. In the third chapter and the third verse, what does it say? Jesus answered. Jesus answered. And said unto him. And he said unto him. Verily, verily. Verily, verily. I say unto thee. I say unto thee. Except a man be born again. Except a man be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, I didn't say that Jesus Christ, who is God, manifest in flesh, said that. Oh, brother, don't I see this, I see that. Jesus said, unless you're born again, you can't even see the kingdom of God. I'm not going to call God a lot. But he said, you can't see the kingdom of God. Very, very, I say, except you're born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, in the fifth verse, uh, Nicodemus wanted to know how to be born again. Could he enter back the second time and be born? Uh, and Jesus wasn't talking about uh, uh, earthly things. He's talking about spiritual things. Uh, amen. In the fifth verse, he said that like this, very, very, I said, you read. Very, very, I said to thee, except 
of the water and of the spirit, of the spirit. He, cannot enter he cannot enter don't tell me you're going to heaven unless you're born of water and of the spirit and the water and the spirit uh, is the blood of jesus christ amen how do you know that <laughs> in the book of the Acts, the apostles, I just got to quote to you over there in St. Jack's book of the Acts, apostles, uh, when they were uh, pricked in their heart, they said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, said, men and brothers, that's the second chapter 37, verse, uh, men and brethren, what shall we do? They want to know what to do to be saved. They want to know what to do to be saved. What was the answer? Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And that's spelled S-I-N-S. That isn't spelled just sin. That means all your sins. Why? There has to be that blood applied to your body, to your mind, to your soul, in other words. There has to be that blood applied to you to cleanse you from sin. To cleanse you from sin. Amen. There has to be that applied to you to cleanse you from sin. Uh, my, 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 uh, you stop and think for a minute. I've got to keep clean. You've got to keep clean. Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Uh, and Peter said unto him, he said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And he said, Flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father, which is in heaven. And a lot of times people said, See right there, there is the Father in heaven, there is Jesus standing upon the earth. Hey, the Father, where is the Father? Uh, is he in this room tonight? Sure he's in this room tonight. Is he in these bodies? Sure he's in these bodies. Uh, couldn't I say my Father, which is in heaven, uh, even though the Father dwells in me, couldn't I still say the same thing? Sure I can. Uh, amen. Because you see, people don't realize that their veil of place there, that veil of place, uh, because that veil of place hasn't blinded them. Amen. Uh, a lot of people come to God, and they don't really come to God. They come uh, uh, seeking after something, but they don't even know what they're seeking after. Uh, amen. Uh, I want God in my life. I want God to come in. I want God to change me. Uh, and I know that maybe you're getting tired of even hearing it, but uh, uh, you don't know what it is if you've never been an alcoholic. If you've been one, you know what it is then. You don't know what it is to come in and uh, uh, scream and holler and carry on. Uh, you don't know what that is, but I do. I've been there. Uh, amen. Uh, you don't know what it is to uh, uh, be bound by that thing. And when that thing says to drink, you drink. Uh, whether you want to drink or whether you don't want to drink. Whether you feel like drinking or you don't feel like drinking. Uh, you don't know what it is uh, to wake up and uh, someone begin to tell you some of the things that has taken place. Uh, uh, amen. And you know the thing you can do is hang your head in shame. Uh, Amen. Uh, Terry Edgar Hoover said one time, crime does pay. He said it pays off in shame and disgrace. Uh, amen. Sin does pay. It pays off in shame and disgrace. Uh, amen. Uh, amen. But I've been set free. Uh, oh, I come in contact with the Savior one day. I heard that third message of repentance. I, I heard that message of baptism in Jesus' name. I heard that message of the influence of the baptism of the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God gives utterance. Uh, and I obeyed that message. Uh, I obeyed that form of doctrine. That's what the Bible says to obey that form of doctrine. Uh, Amen. And I obeyed that form of doctrine. I went down in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of my sins, and I felt like a brand new creature when I come up out of there. Why? The load of sin had been lifted uh, from me. Uh, God filled me with His Spirit. I spoke in tongues as the Spirit of God gave utterance. Uh, amen. Uh, and I still speak 
this day and this hour. And someone said, let's hear you speak. And I said, it's not for a public show. Uh, amen. I don't believe in public shows when it comes to the Holy Ghost of God. Uh, amen. Uh, if you hear me speak in tongues, it's because that I am uh, praying and uh, worshiping and praising God. Uh, amen. I don't run around trying to tell people I got the Holy Ghost by speaking in tongues. Uh, I let them know that I'm not bound by the old habits anymore. Uh, that I don't have to have them. That God put a joy down in my heart. Uh, God put something in my heart. Amen. Uh, amen. Uh, God filled me with His Spirit. Now, He'll fill you with His Spirit. Uh, he'll fill you with His Spirit. Uh, amen. Uh, you know why? That He'll fill you with His Spirit. Uh, uh, amen. Uh, because He said He would. Uh, because He said He would. He said He'd fill you with His Spirit. Uh, you want God in your life. You don't want the things of this world. You want something that will deliver you from the things of this world. You want something that will take you through. The Bible said in the book of Romans that you want something to take you on to heaven. But someone get me the book of Romans. Amen. The book of Romans, the 8th chapter. The 8th chapter of the book of Romans. And let's go to the ninth verse. You're not in the place, but in the Spirit. It's so be that the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now read for me. Now, if any man has not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Hey, look at it. If he had not the Spirit of Christ, he said he was none of his. Uh, amen. But read on. If Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the Spirit is life because of righteousness. Read on. If the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body by his spirit that dwells in you. Amen. By his spirit that dwells in you, he's going to quicken your mortal bodies. The trumpet of God shall sound. Amen. But let's go just a step further than that. Let's go to the book of Second. Timothy in the, uh, the, the uh, fourth chapter, uh, and uh, give me the, uh, uh, the first uh, uh, verse there. Uh, I, I just want to try to read it out. I'll just give it to you right real quick. You can look at it. Uh, and, uh, I don't want you getting restless. I don't want you uh, getting nervous or anything. Uh, I'm trying to get something to you, and I'm trying to keep your attention here tonight. Because you see, you're going to face God one of these days, and you've got to be prepared to face God. Uh, amen. Uh, over in the book of Second Timothy, in that uh, fourth chapter there, starting out with the first verse. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who should judge the quick and dead in his appearance, his kingdom, said, preach the word. Uh, don't preach anything else. Uh, preach the word. Amen. You don't have nothing else. You don't have a light to stand on. Preach the word. Uh, do you know that Acts 238 is wrote in every Bible that's wrote? Whether it's a Dewey version or whether it's a Catholic version, uh, a Catholic version is a Dewey version, or any of the other Bibles that are written, that the Acts 2 38 is written in that. The Mormon Bible has Acts 2 38 in it. Nobody's going to stand before God and say, God, you didn't give me a chance. You didn't uh, uh, say this, Lord. You didn't tell me this. You didn't tell me that. Uh, amen. Uh, I'm not uh, trying to just show you how much I know or anything like that. I'm trying to get you ready to meet God. 
Now, I'll get through with this, and I want to go over into the book of Revelation just for a moment. Uh, but uh, I, I want to show you, uh, try to show you tonight by the help of God how close to the really is. Uh, amen. You don't have much time until long as you don't have much time. Uh, amen. Uh, you better be right with God. If you're not right with God, uh, you're going to face a lake of fire. You're, you're just kidding yourself if you're not right with God. Uh, amen. Uh, so with that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses against them, but, and has committed unto us who? Those that were the followers of Jesus Christ, the word of reconciliation. Uh, but here uh, uh, in this chapter, uh, preach the word, be instant, in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all long suffering and doctrine, for the time will come that they will not endure sound doctrine, uh, but after their own lust shall they heap unto teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn their ears uh, from the truth and be turned unto fables. Uh, you don't want a fable tonight, you want the word of God. Uh, you don't want a fable tonight, you want your soul saved, amen. Uh, you don't want a fable tonight, you want to live eternally with the Lord in eternal bliss, not in eternal damnation. He said by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Right. Foolish up here preaching. But if you'll believe it, you can be saved. And I haven't taken you anywhere the word of God. I started you off. I, I told you that story there and everything just kind of quiet you down and get kind of your attention and everything uh, so that I can get your undivided attention. So, you see, I know that God uh, is here tonight and I know that God is dealing with souls tonight and I know that God is going to hold me accountable. Uh, God will hold you accountable uh, or anybody accountable. Uh, amen. Uh, amen. Uh, because of a soul. Uh, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God said not his son into the world to condemn the world but his, uh, the world through him might be saved. Uh, amen. Uh, through who? Through Jesus Christ. Uh, the world through him might be saved. Uh, you're part of that world. You need to be saved tonight. Uh, over in the book of uh, 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 Hosea. And the second, the first and second verse uh, uh, is talking about Israel over there. Uh, you can go over and read it and let me just kind of rehearse it just a little bit to you. But uh, it's talking about Israel over there and it said Israel was going to be cut off for two days. And they'll live again in his sight in the third day. Uh, Israel rejected Jesus Christ. Uh, if you go over to the 12th chapter of the book of Revelation, now in the 12th chapter of the book of Revelation, you will find there uh, uh, a woman clothed in the sun. Uh, she's got 12 stars upon her head. This is picking uh, Israel out. Uh, the 12 stars represent the 12 tribes of Israel. Uh, and you'll find that she's great, ready to be delivered of child. Uh, her eyes are almost open to who the Messiah is. Uh, amen. They rejected Jesus Christ back there because I just told you a while ago, I quoted you a scripture there. It said that uh, many good works have I showed you from my father said, which of these good works do you stone me? Uh, they said the good work we stone you not, but you being a man, make yourself God. They're looking for the Messiah. The Messiah means the anointed body of God. Uh, that's what Messiah means. That's what the word means. Uh, in the book of St. John's Gospel, also in the 10th chapter, the 30th 
earth. Jesus said there, I and my Father are one. In the 14th chapter of the book of St. John's Gospel, in about the 6th verse down there, uh, uh, they were asking a question, uh, uh, show us the Father and it supplied us. And uh, uh, Jesus answered them and said, Have I been so long time with you, and yet thou hast not known me? Uh, he that has seen me has seen the Father. How sayest thou then, show us the Father? Uh, God Almighty loved you enough to take upon himself the form of a man and allow that man to be sped upon. Amen. Allow that man to be smacked. Allow that man to have the nails driven through his hands. Allow that man to have the stripes and they beat him unmerciful. They not only beat him upon the back and if you see these images that are hanging around the, uh, the stores and things like that, you'll see a man, a beautiful man hanging up on the cross and he's got one nail here and one nail here and then one nail to his feet and then he's got this little pierced side here and he got his head bowed with a crown of thorns upon it. But let me tell you something. The Bible said it like this, that his disease was marked more than any other man. If you had seen him, you would not have desired him. Amen. I was looking out my window one night over at shop many years ago, and I seen this woman come out of an alley. I seen her walk up through there, and when she got up there, the man that was following her that she was drunk with had beaten her until her face was all swelled. And you just wouldn't believe. Amen. Amen. But Jesus Christ was beaten beyond recognition. His body was strike with more than 39 strikes because uh, a lot of people say it's a cat of nine tails. Uh, they couldn't use a cat of nine tails because they could only give him 39 strikes. Uh, he was beaten beyond recognition. Uh, amen. Uh, you know why? He done it for you. Uh, the Bible said by his strike we are healed. Uh, without the shedding of blood, that tear, that spear that went into his side, uh, shed forth the water in the blood uh, to cover your sins. Uh, it had to take your blood. Uh, and Jesus Christ was the only one that could shed pure blood. Uh, amen. Amen. But in the book of Revelation there we find this sure woman's great ready to be delivered to child. Her eyes are open unto who that Jesus Christ is. Hosea said she's cut off for two days. Israel's going to be cut off for two days. In the third day, they will live again in his sight. Israel was cut off almost 2,000 years ago. But the Peter tells me that one day with the Lord is a thousand years and a thousand years one day. They have been blinded for two days. But God said, I am going to open their eyes of understanding. And her eyes in that 12th chapter of the Revelation were opened. Amen. She was delivered of the and there were opposed another great sign there, a great red dragon. Over there in the, uh, Europe, uh, here just the other day, uh, uh, we find that uh, 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 the Berlin Wall comes down, everybody's rejoicing. Uh, we find that over in Poland, uh, everybody's rejoicing. Uh, over in the other country over there, everybody's rejoicing. Uh, but there was one place over there, uh, and it was uh, over in uh, the, uh, 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 the store there, uh, I can't... 
forget the name in my mind just right now, but over there in China, that they were all gathered out there, and they thought they were rejoicing too. Uh, but let me tell you something. Uh, they did not rejoice long, uh, because that great dragon, uh, amen, and that's what China is known as, uh, the great red dragon, uh, that red dragon uh, opened its mouth, and fire came out of its mouth, and devoured those young people that were there in that square uh, Amen. They put down that rebellion and they put it down quick. Uh, they put it down quick. Uh, if you look in the 13th chapter of the book of Revelation, you will find there a dragon. Uh, and uh, that dragon uh, had uh, uh, some heads. Uh, and one of those heads was wounded unto death. Uh, amen. Uh, it was wounded unto death. Uh, over there, Khrushchev and all them, uh, uh, they're uh, fighting a battle right now. They're trying to hold that third, uh, a Soviet bloc in there. Uh, they don't want to lose their power. And they're not going to lose their power. Uh, that old red dragon is laying there next door to him, and he's going to breathe life back into him. Uh, amen. Uh, amen. I don't try to get off the things like that. Uh, I want to keep it pure and simple. Uh, you see, I want you to make heaven. Uh, I want you to make heaven. Uh, I can go into these different things like that, and I'm not bragging. Uh, I can go into those things like that, uh, but I'm not trying to get you all worked up and all scared, uh, because you see, you'll be scared tonight, and the scare will wear off by morning. Uh, and if the scare wears off, you might drift further back. But if you get rooted and grounded on the solid rock and get some understanding of who that we're talking about, he said, who the men say that I, the Son of Man, am? You're the Christ, the Son of the living God. You're the Christ. You're the anointed body. You're the fleshly body of Almighty God. That's what he answered in that. You're the fleshly body of Almighty God. He said, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. And he used to tell people, you can stand on a stack of Bibles higher than your head and tell me that, and I'll never believe it. But one day, one day, I picked that Bible up. As I picked it up, and I started reading it. Someone go over to the book of 1 John, and it's five and seven, if I'm not mistaken. I could be mistaken. I haven't used it in a long time. For there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. These three are one. The little word A-R-E. I'm not an English student. I know R and a few others are conjunctions that join things together. It didn't say the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. It said the Father and the Word and the Holy Ghost. And it said they are. They are one. They are one. It didn't say that they agreed in one. Someone told me one time, uh, said the Bible says that they said that they agreed in one. It doesn't say that. Uh, you see, a lot of times we only take what somebody else has said, and somebody else didn't read, they got it from somebody else, and somebody else got it from somebody else. They didn't go back and read what it said there. Now it drops on down and said, In earth there's three that bear a record the water, the blood, and the spirit. These agree in one. You can't have one without the other. You can't have one without the other. 
half-born child never did live. Someone said, I got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I've been baptized in Jesus' name. Because a half-born child can't live. Amen. Not trying to hurt feelings and not trying to uh, browbeat or anything like that. But friends, let me say something to you tonight. If I'm right, you're doing yourself an injustice to not searching it out. There's a man comes on the radio and he said there's one thing about it. We both can be wrong. But we both can be right. And he says, if I'm right, and I'd like to rephrase that, it's that the Bible is right. The Bible is right. Not if I'm right, but it's the Bible is right. Because you see, it says that the blind lead the blind, they both fall in the Then I've got to have someone that knows what they're talking about, and that someone is the Word of God. Amen. Men lie to you. They'll tell you a bare face lie. That's right, they'll tell you a bare face lie. They'll lie to you. But the Word of God will never lie to you. Peter told him on the day of Pentecost, said, Repent, be baptized, everyone who is baptized, and remit the sin, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, for the promises unto you and to your children, to them that are far off, as many as the Lord our God shall call. Over in the 10th chapter of the book of the Acts of the Apostles, you'll find over there in the 10th chapter of the book of the Acts of the Apostles, the 47th verse, that after Peter went down to the household of Cornelius, and he preached unto them, the Holy Ghost fell upon all of them that heard him, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak in other tongues, the Spirit of God gave utterance. And Peter said, Can any man forbid water, seeing that these have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? And he commanded them. He commanded. He didn't say if you want to. He commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord and the revised version simply says Lord Jesus Christ. Over in the 19th chapter of the book of the Acts of the Apostles, you find over there that there was uh, uh, certain disciples of uh, John and uh, Paul finding certain disciples, uh, Pastor uh-huh. the Eucharist, he finds certain disciples. He said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? They said, we have not as much heard by the being Holy Ghost. He said, what were you baptized unto? Someone said, baptism don't have nothing to do with it. Yes, it does. Uh-huh. Say, what were you baptized unto? Well, they said we were baptized under John baptism. I want to stop you right real quick here and just rehearse a little matter in your ear. Uh, Jesus had this account of John the Baptist. said there's never been a greater prophet than John the Baptist. Well, it looks like John the Baptist's disciples have been all right, but they weren't because they hadn't received the baptism of the Holy Ghost because they were baptized under John. And John only baptized to repentance. He didn't baptize them for the remission of sin. He just baptized them for repentance. Uh, that's all he baptized them to. Uh, amen. And when uh, they heard this, that, uh, that they were baptized, uh, everyone, in the name of the Lord Jesus. If you check that 19th chapter of the book, the Acts of they were baptized, everyone, in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul laid his hands on them, they received the Holy Ghost, spoke in tongues, and prophesied, and the men were about twelve. So twelve of John the Baptist's disciples heard the word, and they uh, baptized over again. Didn't say that they repented. They were disciples of John the Baptist, but uh, that is simply baptized over again because they hadn't heard that the Holy Ghost had been given, and they were baptized unto John, and John was only baptizing unto repentance. Moses baptized them in the Red Sea, did he not? He baptized them unto himself. He baptized them in the cloud and in the sea. He was they were baptized unto Moses. They were Moses' disciples, sir, because they told Jesus that they were Moses' disciples. 
God with us. God with us. I'd like to close it out tonight like this. Is God with you? If not, He can be with you before you leave this building. Who is this man that we're talking about? We call him the Son of God. He is the Son of God. He is the fleshly body that God walked around in. But if you want to get a little bit more proof uh, uh, on some of these things, uh, uh, why don't you turn over to the book of uh, 1 John, the third chapter, and it says there, What manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. You say, yes, but that was the Son of God. We're the sons of God here, left upon the face of the earth. The body that God walks around in. When we talk about receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost, all the people can think about is someone getting their tongue all twisted up. That's not what we receive. We receive the Spirit of God on the inside, on the inside, on the inside. He took charge of our voice and spoke out to let us know that he's in there, that he's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us, that he'll be with us even unto the end of the world. And at the end of the world, uh, whatever that end time comes for us, he's going to carry us over that gulf. uh, And he's got a throne set in heaven, uh, and he's going to call us all in. uh, And he's going to show us the things that's going to take place hereafter. He's going to bring the sinners before him. uh, He's going to look at the sinner. The sinner said, I didn't believe in the Holy Ghost. He's going to point out, said, over here's one of your neighbors that received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Spoke in tongues and testified to you. Uh, he's going to call one in and said, I didn't believe in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, and he's going to call one of the neighbors in. And here's one of the neighbors uh, that believed in the name of Jesus Christ and repented their sins and were buried in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins. Uh, and that person is going to stand there speechless. You have no argument with the Word of God. You have no argument word of God. I have no argument with the word of God. I have no argument with God. Amen. I told him when I came to him, I said, Lord, I'm a drunk. I can't even help myself. But if you can take this and you can get any glory out of it, if you can take this body, this that I'm throwing away, and you can use it, I'm willing. I'm willing. Who do men say that I, the son of man, am? That leper run back and fell at his feet begin to magnify That third man in the tombs, we like to talk about legion love, but he run back and he glorified Jesus Christ as God. He didn't glorify him as somebody else. He glorified him as God because he is God. He came to save you from your sins. May God have mercy upon each and every one of us that's here tonight. Is there anyone that would like to seek the Lord tonight? This all we know. Would you like to come and pray for a while? The altar is open for each and every one. Anybody. Have you never been baptized in Jesus' name? You see your need of baptism in Jesus' name. We've got a whole lady. A while ago, we're going to have a little surprise for you. Brother Gullet, would you come up here, please? Y'all didn't know Brother Gullis a guitar picker, did you? Uh, he's, he's, he's got it. 
Brother Gullis consented to do the great speckled birds. Isn't that right, Brother Gullis? <laughs> you said I did. <laughs> you said I did. <laughs> if you can't have a little fun in church, you might as well get out. Because the Bible said for us to enjoy our salvation. I, I play this thing sometimes with just, don't even have to use, just all I have to do is just pick one like that. Now the reason they're doing this is they want you to go home. <laughs> but before you go, the ladies have uh, made some cookies and cakes and things like that back there. And uh, I believe that they're, don't you have them back there? Okay, so I'm not out of place but uh, uh, they want you to uh, stop by their little booth that they got back there I don't know what this project's for or anything else so they'll tell you uh, after a while but uh, before I uh, go ahead this uh, I uh, see Mrs. Haney back there I slipped over there and asked her if she had her song ready uh, I'm certainly glad that she came out to be with us tonight. We have known each other for ever since we've been here, and uh, she's always had a warm welcome for us and everything. And also my uh, buddy Walter back here, Walter G., uh, that uh, I'm glad that he come out to be with us tonight. I'm glad for all of you that are here, but these folks, uh, they opened the door when I first came to this town. Walter told me, he said, stand in front of my store and sing, uh, amen when others didn't really uh, care whether I stood in front of their store or not. Uh, but uh, uh, there's nothing like good friendship. There's nothing like good friendship. Now, let me say something. If you're not ready to leave, you might be. <laughs> I find where the keys are at on this thing. What a beautiful thought I am.
cleaning jobs here tonight and getting this all arranged and everything. And I appreciate every one of you, and I'll get out of the road. And